Welcome in. I don't even have to look. I know what day it is, and it is April 1st, April Fool's Day. I know this because it's my 50th birthday. As I welcome you in, four-time Stanley Cup champion, Darren McCarty here, the Darren McCarty Show. Um, what can I say? I don't have my partner in crime, Sean Belegian, here today because if you've been listening to uh, AM760 WJR, um, as I have been, and shout out to Steve Court and Kenny Brown and the whole crew for holding down the fort. You too, Brandon Blake, for holding down the fort while Uncle Mitch has been gone. Uh, but Sean's been on Radio Row, uh, getting great interviews. Yeah, we just heard one of you listening to the Mitch Album show with the Alabama coach that has Romeo ties. Um, so, uh, very, very exciting things. He will be missed. I'm, uh, more interested in what he's cooking this weekend because it seems like it's going to be nice. But uh, joined as always too by, uh, like I said, Brandon. Well, not always by Brandon Blake, but again, he's being uh, professional and he said for my birthday he's going to stay. So I thank him and uh, Eric Dorch. So the three of us here uh, today, fellas, let me just tell you. So my birthday started last night and. I was explaining this, and I thank Meltdown from from the Rift that we all know, my buddy Jay Adams. We went to see Chris Jericho and his band Fozzie. Shout out to Mike and the Critical Bill guys and all everybody up at the Diesel Lounge um, uh, off of 23 Mile there where Premier Bowling Lanes, and what a facility it is, but uh, Grinder. Um, 20 years ago, toured around with Critical Bill for a lot for a lot of stuff, and I love those guys to this day. But back to the Jericho, because anybody who knows Dave Grohl's my number one man crush. Um, but I'm never gonna be the musician he is. But Chris Jericho is my guy as far as reinvention, as far as he's the one that that really sort of instilled is that follow your passion whatever your passions are, if you have more passion than anything else, but be passionate about it. And it's not about money, um, but it's putting things together. So on, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, Darren McCarty four, um, I posted that I got saying happy birthday. So if you're in the crowd singing me happy birthday, I have much love. I appreciate it. Um, whoever caught my hat, um, bring it to wherever I am and I'll sign it for you. It's still yours. I don't want it back. Uh, but I got a grind time hat because if you have Dorch, it's an old movie theater, right? Where they, so the dressing room and the observation where we watched it from was like where the projector screen come used to come out. Right. Okay. And it's just, it's a perfect right above everything where I can enjoy the show, so saying happy birthday, and on if you if you follow me, if you're on the Twitter and stuff, or if you follow Jay Adams Studs on Facebook, or my um, if you have my uh, my burner account, which I'm not giving it out now, but if my, my friends know, um, so that was, you know, I thought that that was the perfect birthday present. Sounds pretty good to me. Well, no, it was, and then I hung out with Chris after and caught up with him and get excited. So everybody, AEW's coming back the end of June. He said they got huge plans for Detroit. You want something and fun? I know how big this area is. Uh, so I got a text during the show. Uh, my mom actually just texted and said, tell him happy birthday. So I uh, say happy birthday, too, but it might mean more coming from my mom than it does from me. 
See, that's where your self-awareness is on point, Eric. We've been working on this uh, a couple of years now, but you're growing, bud. I'm you're growing. One one day, you look at what happened to Brandon Blake. Moving on up to, to Uncle Mitch's stable, full-time guy. Look at all this. So, But you know what? Honestly, that was number three. Okay. Number three, yeah. Number number and and I'm gonna put alongside of that. Um, I got a I got a text late night, and it was X Pac, Sean Waltman. And if you read my book, he's in my book because when I was in transition, getting sober down in in Florida, trying and, and all that part. When I was writing the book, he was around. And he was always cool, and he's gone through his own struggles. But we um, it it was really cool to me. That's you know, same thing. So I'll see him and he'll be in town with Kevin Nash um, at Astronomicon at the end of the month. Uh, but number two was my my niece and nephew, uh, Sloan and KJ. They sent me a happy birthday wish, which was the cutest thing. It melted me. Actually teared me up a little bit. So, but I get ex- I'm excited because you get to uh, get to see them tomorrow because they're coming over. And then Number one is for everybody, and this goes along the lines. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna center out because I always do. But again, uh, you will see how entwined I am, and I with the I'm concerned about the fans, concerned about getting the culture right, not anything about the team. I don't really, you know, I, I obviously I watch and I care, but right now at the end of the season, we've talked about it. It's just it's a throwaway. But my friend, my friend Adriana, wrote me a really cool thank you, and and it's you know we kayfabe the in the Red Wing world that I'm I'm her dad, and you know because that's the way she acts. And what I want to say is that is that if you're struggling out there, just know that you all have a superpower, right? And if you and if you don't think you do, maybe I'm holding it for you. But I believe in you to be whatever you want to be. You're not invisible. And this goes out to anybody who isn't. I say this, and as I'm thinking about it, I I want to tell my buddy Bill Salzner to slow down. Slow it down. He just had surgery, and you can't, if you're planning on getting back on the ice, you got to let things heal. But uh, that really hit me on Dorch on a lot of levels, just uh, of the fact that how proud I am of the journey that I'm on to be able to positively affect people because there's a point in my life that I was I was so much shame so if people look in the mirror uh don't lie to that person and you know I'm like I said I I live the, the beauty is of the people um in this great state and I'm talking to everybody who's listening right now I say thank you on my 50th birthday and I also say, pay up all you people that bet against me to make it here. Also, too, Dorchy, I'm official. Senior tour. Senior possibilities, tour. but I was looking at it this week, right? Okay. Tiger Woods, we saw him and Charlie Justin Thomas out there walking the Masters. Now, if anybody doesn't understand, you know, the Masters coming up. Is that is that next weekend? Next weekend. Wow. Yeah, next right weekend. up against us. Yeah. Don't ever count Tiger Woods out. But back to my 50th birthday. I'm going to wait and see till 
till he decides. And he might as well go after the king. So when he goes on the senior tour, then maybe I'll think about making my debut. Instead, of, instead I'm going to just, you know, try to avoid taking light tubes and getting chairs broken over so my back. When you, the, uh, so when we play golf, when we finally get out on the course and play together, am I going to have to let you play from a tee up? Is that what you're telling me? I got to give you whoa, the tee? Whoa, I get the option. No, I don't want no, you to have the option. Said, but... Welcome to AARP. Dude, hey, if I get the option, I don't know. Depends on feeling that day, Dorsey, but <laughs> you know what? If that's the way we're doing it, Jack Nicholas, yeah, arguably one of the best golfers of all time, says play it forward. Absolutely. So I don't know. We'll we'll see how I feel, but I got the Benjamin Button disease. As I get older, I feel younger. Anyways, we're gonna cut. We're gonna cut to the chase because for my birthday, I thank this man so much. He's so a big part of all our lives, whether it's on Fox Two head in the sports department or listening to our beloved lions. He makes the misery sound so good. You know who I'm talking about. It's just the man. We call him Dan. Yes. Dan Miller. When we come back, Darren McCarty show AM 760 WJR. From the golden tower of the Fisher building. This is the Darren McCarty Show with Sean Belegian and Red Wings legend Darren McCarty on 760 WJR, where Detroit comes to talk. Without further ado, let's welcome in somebody who we welcome in to our homes every weekend and every weeknight or weekday, depending on what it is. Dan the Man Miller, thanks for joining us. Great birthday present from you, Dan. How are you doing tonight on this Friday? I'm doing well, man. Happy birthday to you, Darren. How are you doing? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I know how busy you are, but let's uh, straight talk into free agency. The Lions, your thoughts on some of the guys they signed. Obviously, the question is, they were 3-13 and and won last year, and they brought back a lot of guys. My argument is, is that, yeah, but the guys they brought back earned it, and really... Brad Holmes and his regime is becoming known as is we're not going to over. It's it's like Steve Eiserman. You're going to get it for a little bit, and if you prove yourself, we'll give you more. Yeah, I think there's something to that. I think if you had asked me before free agency, I'd have told you they were probably going to go out and make at least one big purchase. And, and I would have to think that they probably kicked the tires and tried to see what was going on out there and either it didn't work out with somebody coming here or they didn't like the price tag in the end. But, you know, I think your, your point is well taken. I think this kind of illuminates what they do want to do, which is to bring guys in to develop them with this coaching staff and feel good about the guys that they know what they've got. And football is probably the trickiest of all the sports in signing free agents because so many times guys can be system guys that, that look good in one system and don't necessarily project well into the other. And, and historically, teams that go out and do what Jacksonville did this year, and, and granted that's an extreme, it just doesn't work. Um, the, the key to being a good team in the National Football League is drafting well, developing guys, because they don't show up knowing how to play in the National Football League. You've got to teach them. It's, it's drafting, it's developing. And then when, when it comes time, it's, it's filling in with a free agent here or there when you feel like you're in that position. And again, it's not to say that I wasn't a little bit surprised by 
the lack of kind of movement in some of the prime markets, but I understand where they're going and this is their plan. And I do like the fact that they're not swaying from it because we've seen a lot of, it seems, regimes here in the past, Darren, that have kind of gone with the wind and, you know, decided we're going to we're going to change how we're doing things. I think that there is something to having a plan and sticking to it. Well, I think you bring up a great point, Dan. We're talking to Dan Miller, obviously the voice of the Detroit Lions, Fox, head of Fox 2 Sports Department. Um, the thing is, is you've been around. So you, you're like, I like the media guys and the broadcast guys where they're, they're, they're actually an extension of part of a team. But to me, it's how this team and this regime and Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell is viewed from the outside, right? Having the number two pick overall, fielding calls, hearing, yeah, we kicked the tires on Allen Robinson and stuff like that. They are doing things a little bit different. Do you get that sense of vibe that this is really like something here that it hasn't been in the past that you were talking about? Well, here's, here's what has to happen, and here's what you saw some glimpses of last year. And here's what hasn't happened in the past, is guys haven't come here and developed and become big second contract guys. Now you have a Taylor Decker, a guy like that. But for the most part, we saw guys kind of come in, they'd be disappointing and they'd move on. And that's not the recipe for winning. So, you know, if I look back at last year and I look up and down that roster and I can see guys that, that took big steps, like an Aline McNeil in the de- middle of that defensive line, like Amani Arroyo, a cornerback who stepped up and played better as time went on. Um, Tracy Walker, who had a big bounce back season for them last year. You know, just seeing the way that, that Panay Sewell developed as a rookie, and granted, he came in with a very high ceiling to begin with, to see the way that, that Vitae played when he moved over to guard and, and the job that he did. Um, you know, just up and down the line, the way that Reynolds improved throughout the season, or excuse me, Reynolds made a difference when he got here. I meant to say the way St. Brown improved throughout the season. Yeah. It's, that's, that has to be the core of everything you do, because if you don't draft and develop you're trying to play catch up by paying for other teams players and it doesn't work it doesn't work under the salary cap and it doesn't work in terms of building a culture and building a system where you can constantly have guys that are coming up behind the guys that you have and ready to play it's 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 the ravens it's the steelers it's the way that they've done things over the years where they've drafted well and developed well that other teams, I think, have, have tried to emulate. And I think it's the way that you can win in this league. And it's what these guys are clearly trying to do. Now, that said, I mean, let's not forget where Brad Holmes comes from. He came from the ranks. So there's no doubt in my mind when they feel like they're at a point where, okay, here's the final piece or here are the final couple pieces and go out and get them. I, I believe they'll do that. I just don't think they felt like this was necessarily the time to do that. Well, I like, and I like that because it comes down when you look around and we, that's what you guys did, Darren. Well, exactly. And that's what all the teams are trying to do. Right. And that's the Troy Weaver's the most important part. I think Al Avila has been um, handcuffed a lot in, in his decisions, but you know, it's exciting now. (laughs) Let me just a little bit off top. I want to ask you about the draft, but talk about reporting sports in this town as long as you have and, and how much nobody's ever probably thought about like you have to cover it and make it exciting and not only broadcasting the lions, 
but doing the Fox job, covering all these teams. So me, let me ask you this personal question, Dan, for you, seeing all this young talent and seeing this development and stuff like this, is it exciting and how tough was this past, what is it, six years, seven, eight years? Like, Yeah, I I would, Darren, I, I would say, Juxtapose that to what we had in, and I'm just going years, 2002, 2003, 2004, 5, 6, when you guys were rolling, when the Pistons were rolling, and we were getting to April and May, and we would literally look around our department and say, how in the world are we going to do this? We got the Red Wings on a run. (laughs) We got the Pistons on a run. How are we going to cover this thing? Then all of a sudden in 2006, here come the Tigers. They go to the World Series. So, I mean, it it was incredible. And, I mean, in the middle of it, you're dog-tired trying to figure out how you're going to do all this. But it was as good as it gets. You know, you're you're winning championships. The Pistons win a championship. And then here come the Tigers. So, yeah, we thought about that a lot over the past several years when all of our teams were in the midst of a rebuild. And that was – look – you still have things to talk about because even if it's not good, it's a story, but it's a lot more fun to do it when a team is winning and you've got positive stories to tell. So we've seen the good. We've seen the bad. You far prefer the good because fans are in a good mood. They love it. Everybody wants to talk about it. Um, So hopefully as a city, we're getting back to that point. There's excitement with the young Red Wings. There's excitement with the young Tigers. There's excitement with Kate Cunningham and, and some of these young Pistons and what they're doing. And, and now it's, it's the Lions' turn to take a step from three wins and see these young guys develop and then jump into the spotlight and say, hey, we're headed in the right direction too. And if we get four teams headed in the right direction, it doesn't – rebuilds don't happen in a straight line. There'll be ups and downs, but you just want to see signs that there's progress being made. Absolutely. Now let's go to the draft, you know, obviously. And, and it's when you look at the draft, you see the, the, for the change, um, the absolute dichotomy between Bob Quinn and Brad Holmes and the competence. So I believe, do, do you, is, do you think they're leaning towards the position or is there a player that they really, they really want or who, who do you think they should, should take? You know, I have gone back and forth on this thing and probably changed my mind three times in the last week. There was a point in the last week where I was like, okay, Kyle Ham- Cunningham or Kyle Hamilton is probably the safest pick because he's the safety. He might be the best player in this draft. And then I start seeing some of the 40 times and I get a little bit concerned about that. And then you swing over to a or Jermaine Johnson or a Walker from Georgia and you say, okay, Rush end, that's the guy. And then all of a sudden you see, okay, it seems like people are starting to come back around on Thibodeau. He had his pro day. The Lions guy had seven guys. Lions had seven people there to watch. Uh, maybe that's – we're going to just circle around to get back where we started, which is, you know, that Hutchinson and Thibodeau are the two best players in this draft, and he ends up being the guy. So, I, it, it, look, in a perfect world, there is a defensive end that can get after the quarterback and be a difference maker in this league because those guys make everybody playing behind them better. The, the trick is, is that Walker from Georgia, is that Johnson, is that Thibodeau, who is that guy? 
Or do you believe that none of them are the guy and you go to a Kyle Hamilton or somebody like that? Because I will tell you, defensive ends and guys that you project to rush the quarterback, there's, the road is littered with guys that you thought were going to be able to do that when they came into this league and you found out they couldn't. So you really got to be sure. Um, and it's, it's an odd draft in that I don't know that there's necessarily anybody that screams, hey, we're number two. There's no doubt about it. Come get us. It feels like there's a lot of years where maybe the first two or three are absolutes, and then there's a little bit of, of, of conversation after that. This one feels like there, there could be serious conversation starting with the top pick and what you want to do because you could easily say, okay, Jacksonville is going to go offensive line or Jacksonville is going to go Hutchinson. So it's, it's a long way of saying, Darren, I don't know who it's going to be. I can convince <laughs> myself something different every day of the week um, right. because I, just, I don't know that it's necessarily clear. It's one of those drafts where the beauty is going to be in the eye of the beholder, and if you're the beholder, boy, you better be right because it feels like there's a bunch of guys grouped in there. Maybe that's no different than a lot of drafts when you got to be right, but it's just, it's, it's a different one. It's a difficult one for me to separate a lot of these guys. And that's where I think it becomes, it becomes so easy for the, you know, kind of the, the news to swing from guy to guy to guy where you think, you know, one week and it just sounds completely different than next. What's your opinion? I know I'm super excited about the line three and on hard knocks. Um, what's your opinion? Because uh, a lot of you know, you see the 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 yays and the nays. Do you think this will be more of a positive or a negative thing moving into? I, I think it's it's a look. I think it's a it's a positive. Um, I, I don't think most teams embrace it because most teams embrace their privacy and their conversations behind closed doors about players and about the way that they do business. So I think it's something that the Lions obviously just had to get comfortable with. It was going to happen at some point. The hard knocks has been knocking at their door in the past, and there comes a point where you can't say no anymore, and that's where the Lions were. So they really didn't have a choice. You had to embrace it, and I think it seems like that's what they've done. Look, it's, if, if you've watched the show, which I know a lot of people out there have, it is really well done. They do a great job of finding the stories. And this Lions team is, is full of them. And it doesn't mean these are great national stories that everybody knows. That's not the way this thing works. Jason Cabinda became a star of hard knocks when he was a linebacker just trying to make the team with the Raiders. But he was a guy that everybody became aware of because of this show. But, you know, if you start running it down, and we were talking about this in the office the other night, from Dan Campbell, who's a given, to the Ford family, one of the most important families in the history of our country, but a family that has been, as Sheila has, you know, talked about before, challenged when it comes to winning football. That, that will certainly, I think, be part of the story. Um, Jamal Williams is a star waiting to happen. All you got to do is say go when the mic is on. You know, Jared Goff, this is his third time doing it. Amon Ross St. Brown, his dad was Mr. Universe. You think that's not going to come up? and be part of the story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Frank Ragnow's a character, just a, a fun guy. And, and, you know, again, Kabinda has been there before. Uh, Aline McNeil, again, character, fun guy, you know, who's, who's got a, a great way of telling a story or, or, you know, got one of those infectious laughs. Charles Harris, here's a former number one pick who flopped around the league, you know, from Miami to Atlanta and then find success here. That's a great story to be able to tell. And, 
Alex Anzalone for the hair alone, I think, will probably get <laughs> there. Amani Oluwarie, yeah. his mom's been in the Navy for 25 years. You think that's not a story they won't chase down? It's, you could go to any team in the league, and with their roster, HBO will find great stories and a great way to tell them, and that's what they'll do with the Lions. It'll, it'll be really entertaining. It'll be a different look that we've never seen here before in terms of, of watching this organization. I, I'm Look, I'm looking forward to it. I've, I've been around people who've discussed it in the past who wanted nothing to do with it. But when it's your turn, you can't fight it, you roll with it. And I think that's what they're going to do. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun for fans. And, and Dan, my last question here before I let you go, and I appreciate you as always, but is, isn't this sort of when you're looking at it and you're on the inside, this is the perfect time for it, isn't it? As far as the growth of that, to learn about some of these young guys, to get them exposed to just, it, it seems like the perfect storm. And I always say, you know what, give she, you can get angry at the Fords and, and whatever, but Sheila's not her parents. And you know nope. what, the, for this is that when she deserves flowers, she gets flowers. So the transparency is, I, I see, I guess I, my thing is, I see you, Sheila, and it, it, I think this turns out to be such a positive, even for in Detroit, because like you said, get to learn about these guys that they love. I, I, I agree. And I think to the, to the situation with Sheila, um, agree 100%. She deserves to be judged by what she does and how she does it not by what her father did, not by what her mother did. And, and her mother was a lot different than her father. That, that It changed when her mom took over in terms of patience and expectations and things like that. But um, there's a story to tell there. And I think HBO will, will do it right. And I think maybe one of the byproducts of it, I think it's a great point by you, is that maybe Sheila comes out of this thing just being judged by who she is and not being judged by her last name or which I know she's proud of, but by the affiliation with the years gone by in football, I think she deserves to be judged for what she does. And I'll tell you another one. And Kyle Monkey had a great, great tweet about this the other day, man, I do these talk shows as every play by play guy does around the country. And, you know, almost invariably I get the, Hey, your coach is, you know, people inferring that he's a one trick pony and it's all about biting kneecaps and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, that's 15 (laughs) seconds out of a 90 minute press conference. And I think for people to be able to see who he is and believe me, there's, there's a lot there with Dan Campbell. And and if you can't tell just by the way, the players react to him, I think this will be a real positive thing for him to, for people around the country to be able to see who he is. So for all we're talking about, Darren, it's, it's all positive. Look, sometimes somebody doesn't come out looking as well as they'd like. That may happen from time to time. That's maybe part of it. But I mean, for the most part, I I think it'll be a cool thing. And I think it'll be good for the people involved. I love it. Love you, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Thank you for uh, joining me uh, tonight. Uh, And you know what? I look forward to it. I will ask you down the road within the week of the draft. I'll give you till then to do your due diligence to see <laughs> if you can decide to see what the new name is to come on. So yeah. Dan Miller, Fox, just, Fox two voice of the line. Thanks a lot, bud. Appreciate you, Mac. Thank you, man. You got it. You got it. That was an awesome sauce. And you know what? 
I think that Dan brought up a great point and uh, I'm going to allude to it, what it is that we all want about just, you know what, don't we all just want to be taken for who we are? And uh, sometimes there's a double-edged sword there. But uh, thanks for joining us here at Darren McCarty's show. We're going to take a break. AM 760 WJR. This is the Darren McCarty Show on 760 WJR, where Detroit comes to talk. Now here's Sean Belegian and Detroit Red Wings legend, Darren McCarty. Man, I just figured it out, Dorchie, that uh, two two years and on my birthday, like Sean has, you know, given us responsibility. Yeah. I mean, wow. Because you know, he's not here tonight, so there's no Sean Belegian. I just realized that, so we're all working. That's You're his working gift to drop you. He trusts from your you name, now. And if anyone, little... This this is what we miss about Sean, and I'm going to give you a little behind the curtain, as they say in wrestling, which, by the way, um, I'm going to bring up WrestleMania talk because it's this weekend, biggest in the last segment. But behind the curtain, um, uh, a little bit of we do this on Streamyard um, when I'm not when not in the studio and stuff like this, and Sean does it from home. But in the chat section or whatever else during commercials, because Sean is just uh adolescent child, he, he figures out so many different ways to spell Eric's name. Um, so that's, uh, it works exactly. There's a C, there's a T, there's an S, there's everything like that. So it's a, it's a running joke and we don't get to do it today. So, so Eric took it upon himself to put in all the letters and and sort of make the joke to continue, so we kept the we kept the trend going. So that Dorch. that's a team player biting on the bullet. The door, the chat and, seems know, complete without I, it. It just does feels weird if that's not in the chat at this point. Uh, you no, know, that that's exactly what it is. So, um, you know, one of the things I wanted to touch on a little bit, and it goes with the hard knocks, and it goes with what we're talking about is hopefully whoever individuals, and if we're talking about. Sheila or Coach Campbell or or the players, but you get to take your own perception of maybe you're going to see more of a reality of maybe than what the perception that you have is. And that's all anybody can ever want. And it reminds me of what just happened last weekend uh, with Claude Lemieux. And if you ever thought that, that and, and I thank everybody who was there, um, my recap of the weekend from not only, and you can go on... Uh, my YouTube channel, Darren McCarty, go DarrenMcCarty.com um, and see the interview where I sat down and I did it sort of grind time with Darren McCarty. Shout out to my boy, Kurt David, um, who sort of mediated it. Uh, but just to, if I ever thought, I mean, you go back and there's a, there's a TSN from Canada has uh, Michael Landsberg is the first one to ever bring Claude and I together back in 2011. So it's 14 years after. And in that, I, tell you i don't respect them i don't like them or whatever like this since that point so over 10 years ago i've grown to it and i figured in 2016 17 where my journey is and getting sober and his journey of sort of redemption to the fact that that the hockey plays the hockey play but you can't react the way that he did and no respect for human mm-hmm. i commend him um for coming in and i think people got the perspective that there is you know redemption i said it this is the best way i put it i go listen if you're on the ice with club and you you turn your back you're an idiot all right (laughs) but but um 
I'm not afraid to say I, I love this man uh, for who he is, the fact that where he's come, and, and it's, it's, we all have our own stories. And I think that to go from somebody that I literally, that spent time in my heart, in my head that I hated, that I literally wanted, I wanted, you know, to, for lack of a better term, I wish death upon you know, and that's that's not right. And I think a lot of us uh, around here took that personally. And to hear him say that he had th- three years armed guard outside his room, that he had to, that that it, the anxiety that he had, that he wished that it it was different. If he could do it again, he'd do it all differently. But the road to redemption is there. I and, see the reflection. Uh, so I hope. I do. Right. And I hope for everybody that, that we can all grow. And when you see growth in somebody, you can take it for what, for what it is. So thank you for, for fifth Avenue, for everybody involved, all my team, Nick and everybody, uh, making, making that happen. And I, and I think it was, we'll remember that as sort of the event. And I hope that's when I heard hard knocks. I hope that that right, wrong or indifferent maybe. And sometimes when you see behind the curtain, you, you, you don't want to see it, but your perception changes, right? What do they yeah. say? Don't meet your heroes, um, you know, because you're disappointed. I don't believe that's true. It depends who your heroes are. It, it definitely right? does. I'm at my, I'm at, I, I got to hang out with mine last night and Chris Jericho, and he sang me happy birthday, and so that's the best. I, I got and a, I got a that, birthday wish from my I, hero because of this guy a couple of years ago. So, yeah, it happens. It's great. It it does happen. It's the connection. It's about people. And speaking about people, here uh wouldn't be a wouldn't be a birthday, wouldn't be a Friday. I know he's on. I'm gonna go right to him right now. You know him, you love him, at least I do. That's all that me and Shawnee B and Dorchy and Brandon Blake we do here at the Darren McCarty show. Mr. Positive Greg from Shelby, how you doing this fine Friday? D Max 50th. What do you got for me, kid? Warriors, do you Warriors. feel it? Do you know what I mean? The moment yes. is coming to awaken your dreams. DMAC, happy birthday, big fella. Appreciate um, I'm glad that uh, Daryl Thomas, Double D, told me. He put it on Facebook, and I said, whoa. Oh, my God, I love it. Hey, and you're everywhere with uh, Fifth Avenue, ESPN. Oh, my God, DMAC, you are making positive uh, uh, statements and uh, – you're so profound. I said it, and I can say it a thousand times. Your reflection, I said it to Mark Wilson. I said, you know, DMAC's reflection, his introspection is so profound. I wish people, you, they've got to know more about that. You know, you're a great athlete. You're a great hockey player. But you're more of a greater man and a greater human. And, and your your humanity is just so profound. I just, you know, I... Uh- I'm I'm waiting on every word you say, and it's just I love it. And uh, everybody out there, listen to this man. Uh, he knows what he's saying. He knows what he's doing, and the world is richer because of Darren McCarty. Love you guys. Well, Have a great night. Hey, I, I was I was taught something new, Greg, and I'd say, at the bottom of my heart, thank you. You know, because I don't take compliment well. But here's the whole thing: is that it, it, here it's it's. It's all when I realize I'm not driving and then say that. And when you say the inspiration, everything uh, tomorrow is the hash bash. 
which if anybody doesn't know, April 1st, 1972, the day I was born was the day of the first hash bash with, with the Darren McCarty brand and everything. And you figure out that this is so like, it's, it's on that. Uh, I like that uh, introspective level because it's all about looking in instead of looking out. And it took me a long time to do it. And we're great. Here's the thing is why do I know? Cause I've, kids i've done it wrong and i know what i don't want more than i want so we're gonna uh cut her here we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk some wrestling here darren mccurry show am 760 wj this is the darren mccarty show on 760 wjr where detroit comes to talk now here's Sean Belegian and Detroit Red Wings legend Darren McCarty. A lot of stuff going on this weekend. I know there's a charity alumni game that I will not be attending. That Vladimir Konstantinov in Brighton uh, tomorrow uh, evening will be dropping the puck for anybody that uh, wants to go show support. I will be downtown Hamtram at Keyword Stadium. DCFC Detroit City Football Club, the Northern Guard, pop and smoke. You know what? The tall drummer even is going to bring me some sticks so I can hit the drum a couple times, Dorchy. So, taking some of the folks from Woodward and Sports and uh, the Woodward Heavyweights, uh, Spencer and Easy are going to be there. So, um, it's going to be a great time. My my partner in crime, uh, Neil Rule, who does Oakland uh, Grizzlies. Uh, basketball and the DCFC broadcast. So anybody out there could check that out. ESPN. That's what I'm doing. Also, to uh, hash bashing and herbers tomorrow. Um, so everybody who's who's going out there. I mean, wow, 50 years. It's crazy. So it's it's crazy, but awesome. But now the WrestleMania is coming up this weekend. Uh, huge, huge, huge. I was watching wrestling. Because WrestleMania weekend, so if anybody doesn't know, uh, wherever they have it, that's where, like, so everybody from around the world comes in and they have promotions all here, all there. I was watching Deathmatch Wrestling till 4 in the morning last night, <laughs> and they were live, okay. right? So tonight, um, I'm missing out in Newark, the ICW, but WrestleMania this weekend, two days, Stone Cold coming back uh, against Kevin Owens, excited about that. Excited about Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Um, and I'm excited. Shout out to my boy, Pat McAfee. We've been going back and forth. Follow my Twitter. Um, that the other day on his show, he, he gave me some some props. I, I called him out because he was kicking kicking the low fruit, kicking the, the wings when they were down um, about if they're still a professional team or not. So we had some fun banter back and forth. But I hope he wipes Austin Theory's butt. And you want to watch, that's the low-key show stealer. Mm -hmm. Show stealer of the weekend. Also that, and I hope the WWE does it right, and Logan Paul gets smashed in by <laughs> the Mysterios. So him, <laughs> him and The Miz, yeah. um, who The Miz is one of the best heels in, in the game. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited for WrestleMania. I'm excited for to uh flip on icw after this to watch that and um you know everybody following their passion doing their dreams absolutely stuff like that you know what else i got boys what's that you know what i got sunday at one o'clock 
band photo announcement here on my birthday grinder back in action playing the marysville festival june 16th nice and the woodhaven uncle sam fast or something something like that in Zohair july and bass yeah that's the big break is mo Zohair. gonna be yeah, the Zohair. bass player <laughs> well you know what mo, you know me you always i'm always ready to put the lights on is mo ready to put down that oh. computer and that pen and write and spend some time on some of the tunes. He's oh, all there. You know he can play do whatever it. he wants. You, you know that you man know can it. do it. I'll bring it all back. He can do whatever. He can probably write his column as he's playing bass. That's how talented Michael Harris. <laughs> but we'll find out. Yes, the options there. Plus a couple other surprises uh, coming out. What do you uh, fellas have for the weekend? Anything exciting? Dorch, have you hit the links yet? I played a couple a couple times when we had the nice weather. I played three three rounds in about a week and a half there. So. Okay, because it's very – I can't think back to when I was in Michigan and not have at least touched the club once before my birthday. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and, what saying. and we were talking about this, me and my boy Jay, and, and he said, you know, St. Patty's Day was such a nice day, but there's only been a couple. It seems to me, you know, that's just sort of seasonal shifts. So as long as it's consistent, we can play into like October. I'm good. Yeah, you no, know, we, we, we get it if we, we get it late. As long as the season's the season. So, so, but what what is it better for you? Because like for me, there's nothing better than fall golf in Michigan. So, are you more of yeah. a spring golf guy, well, or do you like that fall golf? You know what? I like fall. I don't mind spring. Spring, the thing is, is once the thaws in. Yeah. What I like about spring is no leaves. Yeah, fall. you you love fall golf because you're leaf blow. I've seen the videos of you with the leaf blower oh, you like out that, there. Right? I like yeah. I've seen you, you with the video. That. Blow, blow the leaves away. That saves a lot of time. That shout out to my boy Nick Antonucci for uh, yeah for that sort of uh, well, idea of thinking above. But yeah, bring a leaf, bring your leaf absolutely. blower on the golf course, battery packed, it, it, especially on the green. Well, speaking of golf, life. though, because it'll be halfway over by the time we do the show next week. That's right? Who do you got for Augusta? You know, Masters well, Golf, man. Well, you saw Hideki just withdrew yeah, because of a back injury and stuff. Which is too bad. Um, you know what? I think I I like the fact Justin Thomas was out there with Tiger. Mm-hmm. I think he's getting a few nuggets. So I'm going to go with JT. That's my dark. That's my guy. I got Colin Morikawa. I like Colin Morikawa. The guy is the yeah, straightest hitter of the golf ball. Consistency. But what about Scheffler, dude? The, the run he's on, never won. Playing great. Match play. He's playing don't, great. Don't count him out. Golfer's streak and his uh, streaks are streaks. Uh, Brandon Blake, you got a pick? I, uh, yeah, North Carolina over Duke. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> All right. That's, a, that's, <laughs> hey, that's, that's fair enough. And also, too, um, I got Kansas. Agreed. I got Duke. And I got Duke winning. Go Duke. Go Have Blue a great Dallas. weekend. Happy birthday to me. We'll Happy see birthday. you next Friday. For Dorch, Brandon, DMAC, we're out.